Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Uh, you're tuning in to Adjust Your Way to 100K, the show, the podcast that brings you information about the lucrative field of independent insurance adjusting. Today, we have with us the one and only Adjuster Pro. We have Jesse here from Adjuster Pro, and we just got a package from Adjuster Pro. So, Jesse, thank you for being here, and thank you for the gift, because we're opening it right now as we talk to you. How you doing today? Good. How are you? We're doing great. We've got the Adjust Your Way Academy fam. We've got, man, everybody's in here. Simone, Erica, everybody. What is going on? How's it going? We have them here. Adjuster Pro. Jesse, wow, this is really nice. Thank you. Crystal made sure you got all that. So Crystal told me to say hi. Oh, tell her we said thank you so much for that, y'all. In 2017, Getting started in this industry for me, someone told me to go to Adjuster Pro and get licensed. That's why I tell all of you to go to Adjuster Pro. I feel like they have the greatest product in our industry for preparing people for licensing. And we have Jesse here. Jesse, you're the savant, the man over at Adjuster Pro. Thank you for being here with us today to answer some questions. We got gear and we're happy about it. How are you doing today? (laughs) Great. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Alicia says, hi, Jesse. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, well, when when I first got into the industry and someone told me to go to Adjuster Pro, I was uh, very surprised at how simple it was. Um, how how did Adjuster Pro even get started in providing this this heaven sent information and you know easy process to the public? How did they get started? Um, well, it started way before I joined Adjuster Pro. Uh... Our original founder Adam, he, you know, he heard about adjusting in 2004. You know, when someone he knew um, told him he should get into it, and um, he got started in Hurricane Charlie, I believe, um, and he just took to it right away. Um, but one thing that he, you know, that he experienced was he went and got licensed, and you know, at the time, licensing was all done, you know, at a hotel conference center or something, and there's a hundred people in a room, and they're all just you know, looking at slides and, and he was sitting there and he said, he just like, I know I could do better than this. This is brutal. Um, and so he decided to just keep adjusting, you know, he made, he made a, you know, really good, um, living for his family. Um, and he got into Katrina, which is obviously the next year, which was, uh, you know, yeah. it was devastating, but it was like a really big opportunity for a lot of independent adjusters. And he just saw the opportunity that, you know, he had been given and he wanted to give it to other people. And so he decided to start up training um, and he was going to do it live. So we, for a long time, we were, did just live training. We did it just in Texas. Um, and then, you know, he started with one of his other friends, Dan, to do, to do that. So they um, held all these live trainings and people were like, hey, you should come to Florida. So they do Florida. Hey, you should come to Louisiana. Hey. And they just started to realize, man, this is getting harder and harder to do live training all over the country. Um, you know, there's all these problems that can come up. And so they're like, if we want to really make this a national solution, we're going to have to go online. So yeah. um, I think 2015 is when we officially switched 100%. They've been building some online courses, but to we just kind of 100% online. Um, and ever since then, we just really built up our resources. And um, now we have classes in every state um so and now you know we go beyond just 
adjuster licensing courses, you know, we have CE and auto appraising courses and um, construction basics courses and um, you know, introducing other stuff like mitigation and exactimate training. So we have all these things now that, that we're trying to kind of make it so that everybody has a com more of a complete understanding of the industry and all the tools they're going to need to go out into the field. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's maybe, maybe a long story short there. No, I, I want to know personally, because I feel like the brand has come so far with Adjuster Pro. When I got signed up in 2017, I was looking at the site and I was like, wow, I'm supposed to make a hundred thousand dollars salary from this. It was just very basic at the time. And I've just seen it grow and so many more things offered. And um, from taking my first course, which was Florida, um, to taking New York and passing last year, it's like I've seen the progression and it's gotten even better, which I didn't know was even possible. So I applaud you guys over there at Adjuster Pro. That's why we tell everyone to use Adjuster Pro. Um, so, Jesse, let me ask you personally, when did you get involved in the insurance adjusting industry? If you're interested in this lucrative career, go to adjusterpro.com. Get ready and signed up for your pre-licensing course, continuing education, Xactimate training, all through adjusterpro.com. And use my code SD2023 to save 10%. So um, I actually, I graduated college. Um, I got a degree that I found out was basically useless for me. Um, <laughs> and I think a lot of people are in that boat, right? They just they spend tens of thousands of dollars to, to get a degree and then people say, so what? So um, kind of when I was finishing up college and I took a long time to graduate, but in about 2015, I graduated. And during that time, I was just, you know, I knew people that were involved in Adjuster Pro. I know the, I'm actually friends with the CEO. And so I, I just always had heard about Adjuster Pro. She convinced me to get into it. So at the time we didn't even have, I live in Arizona. We didn't have an Arizona course at that time. So I was studying from like a book that she helped me get. And I was studying the Florida course that they had online. And, um, and I got my, my licenses. I went out and got, um, I went out and got to state farm certified, had to fly out to Dallas to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then I just got on a bunch of rosters and, you know, people are like, Oh, well, you know, the CEO. So you, it's like, no, you know, the CEO is very big. You know, she says, you got to, you got to put in the work, you know, yeah. you can't, uh, people think you get a license and then companies just call you and give you checks. Um, Man, I so, you know, this, you know, right. Like it, it's, you got to put in some work for it. So I got on a bunch of rosters and everything. Then something happened. I had to end up taking care of some uh, family um, and I had to turn down a lot of my opportunities that I'd gotten from some of these bigger IA firms. Um, and that was in, by the time I was doing that, that was 2016, um, that I was trying to, I was, I was going to go to New York actually. So I sort mm -hmm. of accepted something up there and then I had to back out for, for a family. Um, but then the opportunity kind of came later where, um, in 2017, that was a, that was a crazy year. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you had Irma and Harvey kind of back to back yeah. and I was working for another company at the time. And I just really didn't want to work there anymore. It wasn't an adjusting. I always wanted to kind of return back to the field. And Melissa, the CEO, is with they're getting slammed. And she said, Hey, what are you doing right now? Do you want to come help us just help people get licensed and help people figure out how to get connected with firms and all that stuff? And I was like, 
sure I'll do that for a little bit. And then I just ended up staying. So um, that was a great, it kind of was a really big springboard for us. Um, yeah. That really, we blew up there and we got a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people were like, oh, we, we heard you can you know, make crazy money doing adjusting. So we had to kind of bring some reality to, um, to the field and, you know, to like new people coming in. But, um, but yeah, that, that's kind of how I, I got started and I've just been here ever since. And my, my roles kind of changed a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I'm still, you know, helping people get licensed and helping companies figure out how to get their folks licensed and work with IA firms and stuff like that. So. Well, well, tell me about that. You say the reality, bringing people down to reality, because, you know, um, you talk about the income potential and you tell people that, like myself, when I heard the income potential, it just all the work seemed to go over my head. I didn't care about the 12 hours a day. I didn't care about potentially seven days a week. I just heard the money and the amount of time and I, I jumped in. Um, what is some of the reality that you tell people when they look to get into this industry? Yeah, I think the biggest thing in you know, you know, this is, um, people think people read stuff online, you know, they read and that that's one of the things that happened as somebody money magazine posted, uh, an article and referenced us a bunch. And they were like, Oh, you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars in a few months doing independent adjusting. And, you know, it got people excited, but we had to kind of let people know, like it is possible that they're not lying, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that's what every single person's experience is on every single job. Right. So, we had to kind of bring the reality to like, you got to get licensed and then you got to grind, right? You got to grind, get on with IA firms. That's why we have like kind of a big list now of a bunch of different IA firms and how to apply to them. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, constantly learning, right? So those people that are coming back to your podcast that are reading your book, you know, yeah. they're looking, going to these conferences. Like, you, you know, I saw that you went to uh, the NACA conference and things like that. Those are the people that make a lot of money because they're constantly trying to learn you know, they're trying to make sure they have all their certifications. And we tell people like, hey, look, call us. Like, even if we don't sell it, we're going to tell you what you need to, to get going. And you yeah. might struggle sometimes, but you just, you got to keep going. Some people get lucky. They get their license. They, they get on with one firm and a firm offers them a great, great job in Texas, at, you know, on some, some cat storm, you know, uh, job and they make crazy money. Yeah. Um, right off the And, but a lot of times they have to kind of build their way up. Right. So I, I tell people. You know, I ask them, like, oh, I can't get in there. This, this is impossible. Well, how long have you had your license? A week. <laughs> okay, keep going. You're not, you're, you're, you're fine. You're, you know, what have you been doing? How many firms are you on with? Yeah. Um, and so it's just kind of bringing like a more realistic expectation. Like, you know, take your first job that you get. Don't, don't wait for um, something in the mountains in Hawaii because you really want to do a vacation in Hawaii. You know, I got all these people like, oh, I don't really like, I don't really like Southern Texas. I, it's too hot there. Well, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You know, someone's given you an opportunity. Experience is the best thing that you can do. Yes. So, yeah. right. So you can have all the licenses you want. You can get exactly certified. You can do all that things. But if when people see that you've done claims, that opens up a lot of doors for you. So just take the first job you get. You know. So there's just there's little things like that. Um, you know, figuring out what licenses to get. What you know, how you you can use reciprocity to your advantage. You know, do you need every single state license in the country to, to start working. So there's yeah. a, there's just a, there's, there's a lot of those little things that you can do to kind of help yourself. And if you have a realistic expectation of how you're going to get in and how you're going to reach that hundred K 200 K, you know, income, um, it, it makes it a lot 
you know, when you run into bumps in the road, you're not thrown off. You know, everybody runs into bumps in the road. Like no one has just an absolutely easy experience getting in. So, and I know you talk about a lot of that stuff too. So. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I try to be very realistic. Um, for a long time, I didn't want to talk about the money in the industry. Like I told people, yeah, it's a lot, a large income, uh, ability. You can make a lot of money, but I wanted to talk about the hard things. I wanted to talk about the workload, the stress, because these are very real things. And if you can't deal with that, you're not going to make the money. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, but someone just brought up a question, and I'm glad you're here so we can talk about this. Adjuster Pro does a lot, a great job of putting a lot of statistics on their on the site. I love that. Um, so this person asks a question. Miss Paisley, uh, my fear is it may be oversaturated. I really want to be in this field. When someone asks you about oversaturation in the insurance adjusting field, what's your answer? How do you kind of... Um, reply to this type of a question about oversaturation? No, it's a really good question. And we get it all the time. Um, you know, we've seen even an increase. People think, you know, you'll hear like, oh, tech new technology is coming out. You're not going to need as many adjusters. We've seen an increase in applications of adjusters. And, you know, we see an increase in companies and hiring adjusters. Um, <laughs> and I would say, you know, not every single person who gets their license is going to work in the adjusting field. Mm -hmm. But again, it's because these, you know, right, these independent adjusting firms, um, these companies, they look for hard workers. Right? Yeah. So um, if you just get your home state license, right, like I'm in Arizona, if I had got my, my Arizona license and then just sat around and waited for a phone call, you're right. It, I'm not going to get anything. And that's oversaturated. Right? Yeah. So there is an oversaturation of people who just do the absolute bare minimum. Yeah, but it's it's the people that show some initiative, right? Reaching out to firms, asking like, okay, I'm, I'm on there. What do I? Hey, um, you know, whatever IA firm, what do I need to do to get some work out there? And one thing I say to people is, don't when you're talking to these companies, like, don't tell them, don't say, hey, I really need this job. Offer yourself, what yeah. can I do for you? Right? Yeah. They're not there. They're not. It's not a charity program for these companies, right? They're not going to just give you a job out of the kindness of their heart. Like, you got to show them that you can offer something to them. And people think, oh, well, I need to have a degree or I need to have this or that. No, you need to be a hard worker and you need to show that you've been putting in some work. Um, and so I would say, yes, there are more adjusters than there are open positions. But if you look at the actual adjusters who put in the work and get multiple licenses and get all the education they need, and then also depending on what kind of adjuster you want to be, right? Like a, a lot of, most of our adjusters are independents that come to us, but maybe Right. Maybe you want to do a work from home job with an insurance company like those are now opening up because of that's kind of like the silver lining of some of this the pandemic things that happened is there's a lot more, you know, at home work. Opening up. And so, you know, then you have like those people that are single moms or something like that that thought this was impossible. And now these new opportunities are opening up. So, yeah. so yes, there is there are more. It is saturated in that aspect, but there's a lot of people that just so many people get their license and then just do nothing with it. Um, I agree with you. So yeah, I've, I've dealt, dealt with it, you know, showing up to these conference centers with, with hundreds of people in them. I'm just like, this guy's telling me next to me that he's been in construction for 10 years. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I am, there's no way I get into this. Like it's impossible. And then just followed the formula. Just keep reaching out, talking to these people. And I got an offer and I was brand new. I had no experience at all. Um, and so so yeah, that's I think the people that listen to stuff like this that are on this call that are looking to to get in to the field, you know, they're reading our blogs that are, you know, doing all these different things. Those are the people that 
they get in because they're looking on better ways to it's just like anything right i got out of my when i got my degree i'm oh cool i have a college degree i'm i'm like you know i'm a big guy out here now everyone's gonna want me no there's a million people that want a job and they want the job i'm going for i have to show them why you know why they should hire me so yeah same thing i agree with you um a lot of people ask me about oversaturation and I just talk about how the insurance industry is one of the oldest industries in this country, how climate change is happening. We're getting more storms. I usually have a bunch of statistics, but everybody can Google and see that we're getting more storms. Even this season has been especially active. This tornado and hail season has been crazy from the very beginning. Um, it's just so much opportunity. And I've seen since I've been in this since 2017, I've just seen it increase, especially with, like you said, the silver lining to the pandemic is I've been working from home since 2020 as an adjuster. And prior to then, that was a dream. I, I wanted to be at home, but I, I was like you. I had to travel around to different places and get certs. And thankfully, I don't necessarily have to do that anymore. A lot of things are offered online. So I think personally, it's um, probably one of the better times in the six, almost seven years that I've been in this to get in this industry, in my opinion. Um, but, but Corinne asks, how did the 610 to 712 uh, model become standard in the industry? Um, she asks, is it the sheer volume of claims? What, what would you say about that, Jesse? Um, <clears throat> well, I would say like, first of all, but I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily the industry standard, um, you know, from, right, I, I'm not. I'm not with these companies right now, but you'll see that that's that's how some of these models work. But you'll there's there are other people that use the 610 or that are just sort of like, hey, look, it's up to you. Like if you do a lot of claims, we're going to keep you around. If you don't do a lot of claims, you know, then we'll just you know yeah. see, see you later. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think I think part of it is just they they want people that are hard workers out there, and that's one way that they weed some of those people out. Right? Some people last like a week. Um, but they have so many claims and so it's, and it's, it's more about speed now than anything. So one thing that you saw in like Hurricane Irma, Irma and Harvey mm -hmm. was there was a huge window of where you might see help. And part of that, right? Like for instance, they were doing a lot of emergency adjusters at the time because they, they all of a sudden just bombarded. And now it's become like what you said, it's more commonplace now to have these massive hurricanes with massive, massive damage. Yes. Um, and at the time they just weren't ready for it. And they had all these, you know, uh, emergency adjusters out there. Didn't have a license, didn't have any training whatsoever. And they were hungry. But, you know, I talked to some of these trainers at these IA firms and they're, yeah, we had a guy today and I was getting ready to send him on claims. And he asked me what a cinder block was, or he asked me what a two by four was. And it's just one of those things like, okay, that, that guy, he's, you can do it. Right. But yeah. you're going to struggle and you didn't have a license when you came in or whatever. So now you're seeing some of these um like the st states are now making it so it's harder to get an emergency adjuster license and some firms aren't hiring anybody that just has an emergency license and it's just because they want more knowledgeable people in there but it's there, there's a lot of claims and i think the primarily it's because they they want to get claims out faster and irma and harvey that people are waiting six nine months to get their check and right these independent adjusting firms their client is the insurance carrier right and if the insurance carrier their clients are complaining that their claims aren't coming out faster. So, and, but that also comes to, to like, they can't get enough people that know what they're doing out there. Um, That's and the so it goes back to the oversaturation point of, yeah, there's a lot of saturated people. There is a saturated market, but there's a, 
there's a dire need for people who know what they're doing. Um, and so I went, but if, you know, if you can't do the seven twelve thing, just know there are companies that don't do it that way. Um, there are some companies that do it, but even before I started, there were companies that did seven twelve. So it's not like that's a brand new thing. Um, so anyway, I just say, like, don't, don't think if you get one offer from one company, you just don't think you can swing it, that you can't, you just can't do it, Justin. Um, yeah. I, I think that model came from um, wanting to cover the, the claims department for the hours that are it's open. You know, we adjusters, we are claims. We are the claims department. And I think sometimes you look at an insurance company as this huge entity, but this huge entity is run on the backs of insurance adjusters. Um, so they need us to be there. And that's why I think the times are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. But Eureka Springs asks, hello, Eureka Springs. Um, what kind of continuing education would you suggest we seek while waiting to be deployed? And I think this is a good good question because I tell everybody when you're not working these huge hours, it is best to get those continuing eds and get that um, training out of the way. Adjuster Pro offers continuing education. Could you tell us a little bit about that, Jesse? Yeah, so we have um, continuing education for every state. Not every state requires continuing education. So one thing I try to make, like I live in Arizona, for instance, and I don't require CE for my license, but I have other licenses like my Florida license, for instance, that requires CE. Yeah. So like, let's say you have Texas, Florida, North Carolina, whatever, you can designate a CE state, right? So I usually say pick something like Florida or Texas for that if you have those licenses already. Mm-hmm. And once you take that CE, you don't need to take CE for your other licenses, right? It's just other states can see what CE you've done. So I'd say, you know, do a package right? I see all these people that come in and buy individual classes. Like you might as well just buy a package of classes. It's way cheaper to do it that way. Mm -hmm. At least with us, you can take your time to do it. So if you don't, you don't need to do it all in one sitting, you don't need to do it in a week, right? You can do it over the course of a year, you get a deployment. Okay. I'm going to stop doing that. But then there's other things too, like that are kind of adjuster pro specific, you know, where you can um, like our exactimate training, depending on what state you're in, you can get eight to 12 hours of CE just from doing that exact that live we, it's a live webinar training um and so you know looking for opportunities like that like how to double up on your your ce um and just one thing i try to make sure because i i get it pretty often still is you have to you have to have a license to do ce so if you don't have your let people do their ce <laughs> then they they ask why it's not applied to their license it's like because you didn't have a license before so just make sure you do that but there's also, right, you went to the NACA conference. There's a lot of conferences where you, when you go to those conferences, you can get CE for free there, right? Sometimes it costs money to go to these conferences, but you can get CE live there. And some of those classes are really, they're kind of nuanced and you can learn really cool stuff. So um, I completely agree. I, I do love the, the interface of Adjuster Pro. And I know um, when you're going through, the trainings, and I, I know we're, we're going to get to the exactimate a little bit because people do have questions about that. Um, but people, people talk about the abundance of information that is on Adjuster Pro um, in the modules when you're actually going through the course and go for the bag. I love the name. <laughs> How do you suggest people study for the exam on Adjuster Pro with the abundance of information? I know I give people some tips. What would you say? What would you give some tips to someone in going through it? No, it's a great question. I'm glad you asked. It's I deal a lot with companies, right? They, and I'm dealing with like large groups of people for one company, and so I, I can kind of see some trends in in the data and stuff. And I've done this myself, and so I think that's a huge part where people think, oh, I just can't do this. Anyone can pass this exam. You don't need to have you know been gone to college or whatever to do this. 
but have, again, have realistic expectations of how much time you're going to take, right? Most of these classes are about 40 hours. Um, the things that the most successful people do are they consistently study. So the people that, that study, you know, 10 hours on a Saturday and then wait till next Saturday to do it, you can do it that way. Just know that that's your brain works better when you're, you're consistently giving it information. So like when I was studying, I did about two to three hours a day until I, like I got to the end. And about after about two weeks, I, I took the exam and I, I did well on all my exams and I kind of just followed the same formula. Like New York, that's a hard one. I did the same thing with that. Um, but one thing you can do is um, there's a lot of new tools now in, in Adjuster Pro. So go steadily through the course, make sure you, you pass all your exams with hundred percent, right? You don't need to pass all the little exams with hundred percent, but those are going to if, figure out why you didn't pass that right before you go on to the next one, because it's, it's going to build on itself when you get to the end, right? So people that study in less than a month um, and then before they get to their exam, they tend to do the best and then take the practice exam, right? Every, every exam has a practice exam and it'll tell you where you need to, um, they'll tell you like what sections you did well on, what you did poorly on. And what I see constantly, I'll see people take 30, 40 practice exams before and over weeks before they take their exam and then they don't do well on the exam. It's like, yeah, because at this point you've seen every single question in the practice exams, right? It comes from a huge pool, but eventually you're going to see the same stuff. And now you've given yourself a false sense of security and taking the exam because you've taken the practice exam so many times. So take the practice exam one time, figure out what you need to study, go back and study those specific sections. Then you can do things like the quiz builder, right? You can take the quiz builder, which just just quizzes you on specific sections. So you don't have to take that whole practice exam over again. You can just take, you know, okay, I just need to do auto, just study that part. And then quiz yourself on that. Okay, I did I did really well on that. Okay, now maybe I go take the practice exam again. Okay, great. I got an 86. Yeah. I think I might be ready, right? But take the practice exam no more than like three times. The practice exam is there to tell you, to give you tips on, you know, how to pace yourself, right? So are you finishing the exam? Okay, great. Then you're pacing yourself well. Now where do I need to focus my study? Uh, yeah. But then there's things like PDF in there. So if you want to just kind of go to a quick section, like I want to go to section 3C or whatever, and just scroll through those PDFs, right? It has all the same information. You can download it, right? So if you're on the airplane, you can download it and just, you know, do it that way. If you're on the bus, whatever. So um, that's one thing I did. I, I liked when I finished the course, I went back and redid um, just some of the PDF sections on the areas I needed to study in. The other thing that I would say is if you're taking multiple exams, mm-hmm. right? So say you have to take Texas and you need to take New York because they don't have reciprocity, whatever. Most of our, there's core material that we call it in our courses. And then there, is, there, are, um, there are sections that are state specific. Mm-hmm. So those, if you take the Texas course, for instance, and then you go into New York, you'll see there are sections that are labeled New York. You can go, if you just recently taken the Texas exam, you can save yourself a ton of time by just going to the New York specific sections and learning those. And then now you just cut down 40 hours into 10. Wow. Right? And then you can, and, and right, you're not going over a bunch of stuff you already know. Then you can take the practice exam. Okay, I need to maybe study some of that core material again. I'll go back in and into those sections right, like that. But um, the only cl- the only courses where you can't do that are pre-licensing. And when you take a pre-licensing course, for the most part, you don't need to take another pre-licensing course. You can take a just an exam prep course. And pre-licensing, for anyone that doesn't know, just means a course that's required by the state to apply for your license. So yeah, um, not all states, most states don't require a course, even though it's a good idea to study. 
Yeah. Uh, but then we have new things too, like flashcards, which is brand new. We have fast facts, which is just the just kind of super condensed information from each section that kind of like absolute must know. And people say like, well, some of that stuff I'm probably not going to need to know. Right. It's sort of like, I mean, you know this, you probably haven't used every single thing you learned in the, in the course. It's just what the state says that they want you to know. It's like the driver's test, right? Just because yeah. I know how many feet I'm supposed to do, like, you know, to, to turn before I need to turn on my turn signal. That doesn't mean I know how to drive necessarily. Right. Um, you just <laughs> have to know some of these things. It's yeah. just, and that's why we suggest doing some, you know, learning some other things like Xactimate or, you know, going on to things like your podcast, learning more, you know, more kind of practical information there. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Cause some, um, some people ask about getting through the course and I realize it is a lot of information, but I think adjuster pro does great and has increased, um, how they do things and making it easier for people like the study guide feature. And like you said, the flashcards, and I think that helps out people in their multiple ways of learning. Like you said, I feel like anyone can, I, I, from the person stocking the shelves at CVS or, or working at Walmart or whatever span of, of kind of jobs you've had, I think um, just being competent, the, the soft skills is what really gets you in this industry. And I think that anybody can go in and be successful with the Suggester Pro course, especially with all the tools you guys have over there. So we really appreciate that. Uh, someone asked about Xactimate. Uh, Shanti, hello, hello. How does the Xactimate course with Adjuster Pro compare to the various levels of Xactimate certification uh, commonly requested by the IA firms? I think that's a great question. What would you say, Jesse? How does the, I know you said it's a live uh, sort of course, the Xactimate training with Adjuster Pro. How does it compare and how does it translate into like level one, level two, level three certification? That's a really good question. We get it all the time. Um, we created that course specifically to get you prepared to do claims, not, necess not necessarily to um, get your certification. So mm -hmm. that's why it doesn't, it doesn't mean you can't get your certification after taking it. It just, that's why it doesn't line up specifically with level one, level two, or level three. Um, but most people, so most people that take it have no problem passing level one. And then I hear other people that say they had, they did fine passing level two. Mm -hmm. But I would say one of the biggest things between level one and level two is the experience of actually using it, right? So if you haven't really messed around with Xactimate, you're gonna have a hard time with level two because it asks you to do more things kind of in a shorter time frame, right? Yeah. So um, people that, and you'll see that when you take the class, our instructor who's been an adjuster for a long time and she still is an adjuster, um, Nadine will say, you know, like do this over and over again, right? So like when I got, I got trained through Adjuster Pro. I went and did fake claims like on my house and, and you know, on my neighbor's house and whatever to kind of just figure out how to use it and get faster at it. But the idea of, the, of our class is to get you ready to, when you hit the ground, you know how to do a claim from start to finish. So, and just keep, come, come back pretty soon. We have more stuff coming out actually for um, Xactima training. So we're going to have some other things that are, I guess, like designed to help you run the exam specifically. But um, level one and level two, I think, I would say level three would be hard for you to do just when taking our class. Um, but it's level one, no problem. And then if you use it a little bit and kind of mess around with the software for a little bit, level two um, seems, to, seems to be pretty simple for most people, so. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love that. And I'm glad you clarified that, that um, 
and a Christian asked about exactamate for auto. Exactamate is specifically for property claims. It is not for auto. Auto software would be like CCC or Autotex or like a Mitchell software or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I like that you said that the Xactimate training that Adjuster Pro provides gets you ready to adjust claims because I've taken the um, the Xactimate trainings uh, specifically with the um, with the company and those trainings tell you about Xactimate but it doesn't tell you how to adjust claims with Xactimate and I think that added piece is really what you need as an adjuster. Because yeah, I want to get certified, but certification doesn't mean anything if you don't know how to use the software and really apply it to your job. So I think that yeah. that's really key. That's that's great. That's great news. Um, someone says I'm thinking about taking the course again because it's information overload and hard to retain as much for the exam. Um, talk about, Jesse, how you have a year, right? Once you purchase it, the pre-licensing or the course to finish it, is that correct? Actually, none of our courses expire. So oh. um, the only thing that you can't just take a million times if you want is yeah. a, a live exactment class. We let you take it again for free within uh, six months. Okay. But um, that's just because that's a live class and we yeah. offer it for CE credit and stuff like that. But your CE, your I mean, you can't you can't just go in and get CE credit over and over again from the same class. But as far as your access to anything, you can always go back in. We never get rid of your your material. So if you get halfway through and you, you just stop for whatever reason, and then you realize like, oh, there's a new storm coming. I want to finish, get my license. Um, you can always hop back in, right? So if, and if you do log in, you don't see it there, just call us and we can, we can help you. We don't want it to be something that you feel stressed that you have to get through. Um, okay. And, you know, people do get overwhelmed. Like they haven't done it in a while. I would say like, if you've done it, maybe like take the practice. If it's been like a year, you should probably just retake it. <laughs> but, you know, if it's been just a little bit, take the practice exam and figure out what you need to study um, and just kind of deep breath. Don't don't take tests back to back. That is 100 percent, maybe like the worst thing that people do. And it's it's for everybody. It's right. I had the same issue. People take like 10 practice exams and then go take the, the state exam. You just fatigued yourself. Right. There's there's a there's an exam fatigue. It's stressful. Like take an exam, study, figure out what you need to do sleep on it, you know, yeah. then come back next day, you know, that people that do that kind of thing, kind of pace themselves, don't get over, like just kind of deep breath, just kind of figure out where you make a plan and then call us, right? You might even talk to me, right? You can even ask for me if you want, Jesse, Jesse Gibson, Adjuster Pro. And oh. I can kind of look at your studying and be like, look, like I noticed you do this a lot. You shouldn't do it that way. So um, we want, we want you to pass, right? Whether it's our exam or another state exam. So the, you know, I, I was going to say, I was just about to ask, how do people necessarily get in touch with you? I, I didn't know if you want them to specifically ask for you, but um, I've, I've got the site up right here, everyone. I know someone asked um, that they wanted to they wanted to to indulge in the course, wanted to get that course, but they wanted to know the price. Mm -hmm. um, there's something that is like very like since I started talking about adjusting, I, I talked to Adjuster Pro, talked to Jesse, and I have a code that saves people money on the course. So look, we have the site up right here. If you go to Adjuster Licensing, all these other different things that Adjuster Pro offers, um, someone said Illinois. So Illinois is a non-licensed state. If you bring up Illinois, it's going to explain that to you. It's going to tell you to get Florida. You can get the Xactimate training here. Let's say you just go with the licensing. 
if you put in the code SD 2022, you're going to get a huge savings. That's how much it is. Um, you can use that with any state. Uh, so Jesse, I appreciate you coming with this information for us today. Um, I swear we could probably spend hours and hours talking about it, Jesse. <laughs> but we appreciate the information. Um, as far as this year, what you see or foresee coming about in the industry, um, what has you excited about the insurance adjusting industry or, or maybe the opportunities that are coming up uh, that you, you see or kind of know? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I um, talk to a lot of companies. I go to a lot of these like tech conferences now, too, for, for adjusters. And there's a lot of new technology that comes out. And people are kind of scared about technology, about it taking away their job. But just know it, it it's only made your job easier and made it so you can do more claims um, faster. And like you said, right there, we're just seeing an increase in claims. Um, and so and we're seeing new ways that you can work in the industry. Right. So I know people that are working in a completely different area of adjusting now and it's just because there there are more opportunities and technology is helping us so much so you know if you want to do auto and you want to switch over to um property when you did when, back when you're doing paper claims that, that was that was a hard thing to do but you have software like exactmed you have like, you're saying like autodex and things like that that make these transitions easier um and you're, you're just seeing you're seeing a lot more insurance companies and firms kind of popping up so i think don't be afraid of technology to just embrace it and try to use it for yourself. Um, but I think, right, that you were saying we're shifting on how claims are being done, right? So these, these uh, using new technology, but we're also seeing that a lot of it's like flood related, for instance. So start learning about, you know, flood related damage. Um, and so I think you're just, it's hard to say exactly what, um, you know, what the future is going to look like for adjusting, but we're yeah. not seeing it slow down at all. We're just seeing new opportunities. We're making it so, like I said, like the people that have to stay at home, they, you know, single, single parents, something like that. There are now new ways where you can do claims. You can do, right? There's, I know someone that does just government claims from his house. He does, he never leaves his house. That was not possible, you know, five, 10 years ago. Um, so that, I guess, just finding something that suits your lifestyle um, and what you can realistically do. They're just way more, you know, say you can't get up on a ladder. Now you can use drones, right? There's all these courses to get your drone certification. So you can use drone technology. You can use satellite technology. So now those people that maybe like, you know, have these veterans that say, I, you know, I have a plate in my leg. I can't get up on a roof. Okay. There's these companies that want to work with you. They want, they want hard workers that are willing to figure it out. Yeah. So, so yeah, I guess that's kind of a long winded answer, but there, there's a lot of, a lot of new opportunities for, for new adjusters for sure. No, I, I think that's perfect. Jesse, um, I said, I've been telling people that though you mentioned tech conferences, I've been telling people that if you're an independent adjuster, congratulations, you're in the tech industry now because that's where it's going. And I don't think it's going to decrease the amount of jobs. I think it's going to make our jobs better, more efficient, and uh, probably a better service to the insureds because that's really why we're here to serve, yeah. make people back whole. So right. I appreciate you adjuster pro for all the work um that you guys are doing um i love that um my followers people that are trying to get in this industry i tell them about adjuster pro and if they have any issues they know that they can call adjuster pro and get some help that is unprecedented in our industry so salute to you i want to just you know really clap for adjuster pro your, your help jesse for doing this and thank you so much for being on and talking to everybody today 
If you're interested in this lucrative career, go to adjusterpro.com. Get ready and signed up for your pre-licensing course, continuing education, Xactimate training, all through adjusterpro.com. And use my code SD2023 to save 10%. How does everybody reach you? How do we get tuned into Adjuster Pro? If you could let us know that. Yeah, um, go to our website. Um, there's, you know, you can, um, you can contact us there by chat, by phone, email. Um, you can always reach out to me if you want. Um, you know, you can ask for Jesse. My email is just jesse at adjusterpro.com. Um, but there's, we have a bunch of customer service support people that most of us are licensed actually. So there's a lot of pretty much any question that anyone has, um, anyone here can, anyone at Adjuster Pro can answer for you. If there is some weird kind of like, I want to work for this company and I need this and this, like they might direct you over to me. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways to connect with us. You can connect on our Facebook. We actually have a Facebook um, alumni only group as well. Oh, That's yeah. great. So you can go in there. You can ask questions from experienced adjusters and it's just a big community. We don't, do, we don't touch that. We just let our community run it. Um, and so there's a lot of ways to, to, to connect with us and you don't have to buy anything from us to get help. So, if, you know, you're like, Hey, I'm just trying to figure this out. I don't know if I want to spend 179 on the, the course or whatever. You know, we can help you figure out if it's realistic for you. Um, if you're already an adjuster, there's a lot of great tools and resources. We've got the blog. We've got a bunch of stuff on the reciprocity map. So yes, just just, just come use us. We're, we're trying to be a resource for the industry. So. And you guys are doing a great job. I actually tell people about the reciprocity map. It's just, it's so many things over there at Adjuster Pro. I can't thank you and the whole team over there enough for everything. Everybody, thank Jesse. Put the clap wherever you are. Hit the likes for Jesse and Adjuster Pro. Uh, somebody asked about the code. If you're trying to go to Adjuster Pro and get licensed or use any of their uh, products, Use my code SD2022, save you some money at the beginning of your investment, at the beginning of your journey. Thank you so much again, Jesse, for being on. We got to have you back because there's so many other questions I could ask you. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, yeah. Happy to come back. Now, if you want to get into this industry and utilize the best strategy to grow your career, you know where to go. 100kadjuster.com. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Talk to you next week.